You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, everybody. This League of Wasusim Radio is brought to you by Wasusim Consulting, your one-stop shop for your writing and editing needs, cover letters, resumes, ghostwritten letters of recommendation, academic essays. We can do all of that for you. We got you. Head to wasusim.com backslash consulting or the project's various social mediums to get to get in on our introductory specials. Listen, guys, I know y'all don't like to write. And honestly, I'm sick of seeing bad writing. So help me help you. I'm helping. This, I'm adding this to my portfolio as more of a like societal good than like a way to make money. So get in where you fit in. Again, wasusim.com backslash consulting or email consulting at wasusim.com to get started. We're also brought to you by the Kindred Music and Culture Festival scheduled for July 21st at Detroit's Roosevelt Park. The festival is being hosted by the Detroit Queen of Comedy, Mr. Elo Brown, headlined by Payroll Giovanni from Doughboy's Cash Out and Ultra Features Performances by Bevlove, Super Kang, Super Cool Wicked, Mona Lise, Tiny Jag, and my brother Willie Mac Jr. Um, much love to Willie and Leah, the festival coordinator, for coming through a couple weeks ago again to talk about the festival and make sure y'all get y'all tickets ASAP. Head to uh, KindredFestival.com for more information. Again, KindredFestival.com. Um, Team Cedric Gill will be in attendance as a vendor, so uh, come to our table. We might have some stuff for y'all to buy. So uh, say what up, though. Buy a couple things. Um, say hi to your friendly neighborhood uh, nonprofit. And speaking of Team Cedric Gill, um, this episode of Westwood Some Radio is lastly brought to you by the Fundraiser 2, our now seasonal space tournament. Come out and get whooped on in some space this Sunday. Sunday, 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 July 15th um, from noon to 5 at the DeQuindercut Freight Yard in Detroit. And there'll be food trucks and opportunities to win prizes and a cash prize for the tournament's winner. Um, shout out once again to Team 112. Slim and Mike coming for um, all of y'all books, but they could lose. Stranger things have happened. So come out and try your luck. Send your $20 to the Team Cedric Gill cash out to secure your team spot today. That's the dollar sign and Team Cedric Gill, all one word. It's going to be a good time. Make sure y'all show up, uh, pull up on the kids, get some bottomless mimosas, turn up. Uh, today we have multi-hyphenate businessman, coach, author, Marcel Smith in the studio. Um, we're going to get into his business ventures, Detroit hoop, a few other things. But first, my brother Willie Mac Jr. Uh, yeah, I'm Detroit's own savior, Detroit's own plug, Detroit's own future, Detroit's own love. I'm Detroit's own. Yeah, I'm Detroit's own. <laughs> yeah, and I never asked for my heart back. You can have it without all you taught me. Sounds good, bro. What's up? What's up? What's, good, What's up? Intrad- introduce, introduce your brother. I didn't, I didn't want to mess up his name, so I was gonna let you do it. <laughs> this is my guy, Marcus Montague, professional basketball player, yeah. playing all over the world. Live in Cincinnati now, sadly, not in the city with his bro anymore. But he's doing his thing. True, true. Happy true. to have him with me. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Introduce. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, my bad. Myself, I done that first. Marcel, um, the entrepreneur, the leader. The coach, uh, um, I'm all over the place, man. I'm yeah. learning. I'm, I'm just, I'm a yogi, uh, uh, sports enthusiast. Um, I just know you, you got that. your hands in a lot of different stuff. Yeah, that's I like what, to yeah. do, I like to be all over the place and I don't like to give myself away. No, that's um, real. That, that's the thing. That's the keep, keep it mysterious a little bit. That's, yeah, that's the so hard I'm like, part. Oh, though. I didn't even know you own that. Right. I didn't even know you were a part of that. Yeah. 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 yeah that's the, that's the cool part that's though, when people don't be knowing. Um, yeah, bro. So, um, I was on your, on your website earlier. I saw you had your hands in um, so many different things. You brought the essential color stuff in. Yes. We, we, we worked on the, 
we worked on the personality test. I just learned a lot about myself in the past 20 minutes, guys. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, you want to describe so trans- it. It's so transferable. So mm-hmm. Essential Colors is a uh, communication consulting company. It's been around since 2004. My mom started it. She was What she was doing, she was working with uh, True Colors, another personality assessment model consulting company. And, you know, she was doing her thing, and then she, she wanted to branch into some other areas mm-hmm. to deal with more people. Um and they wouldn't allow her to. So what they did, what she did was she was like, you know what? I don't really need y'all to do my own thing. Yeah. And so she started her own wave, Essential Colors. Been since 2004. She has clients like McDonald's. She has Granger. She's done the world. Um, United Nations. I mean, you name it. She's mm-hmm. been to Japan, all over the world. And so... When I was doing my MBA program in college, I was like, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, the, the whole goal of it is to change how we communicate as people. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, the hope would be people are open to learning about themselves, right? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But even if we can just get a small percentage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I deal, like, I've like I've brought some things to our organization that we didn't have for. Like, I deal with sports teams a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, the team building, the you know, communication, the preseason stuff. If you can just get that in sports, you can see big developments, yeah. man. So yeah. that's that's kind of what we on, man. And I, we do it all, all over the place, all mm-hmm. over the world. We're just in Philly this past summer. Uh, we're doing workforce development right now. We're doing a big project with them. Mm-hmm. And we're starting a new project soon called the Spirit of Detroit. Mm. Project, so cool. it's just changing, the, you know, people and cool. helping their people skills. People skills mm-hmm. are so important, mm-hmm. so important. Yeah, um, I mean, you want to, you want to speak more to just the notion because I'm sure. So working with these different companies and stuff, um, I'm sure these these people don't come in thinking that their people skills are poor, right? Like they they believe that, or, or not, or not, and it's not tough. they don't need the the help, right? They, it's they, tough. They I think you took the survey. We're doing a survey. We got going out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on it's a Google Doc, and it's like people know that they need help with their people skills. Mm, they just don't know how to ask for it. They just don't know how to ask for gotcha. it because it's admitting that you need you need help. Mm-hmm. Like it, nobody's like, "Hey, I need help." Like, no, nah, they think they got it. I right. got this job. I got you know, I'm fine. I could do this. I could do that. But no, like you can you can improve. Like, I mean, our whole thing is where we're different from most personality assessment models is that instead of saying this is where I am. In every different every different color, you got to be able to speak to that language at different mm-hmm. times. So if you got a professor that's green and you blue, you got to learn. You got to speak that language. Yeah, you describe the colors real quick for. So for you have focus. blue. You have your people. People. Um, they're emotional. They see the world through compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your oranges, who are your risk takers, rule breakers, do first, ask questions um, second. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your greens, who are your intellectual, your visionaries. They're always thinking of a plan. They like to read, like to be by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always thinking of a plan. They're trying to make something happen. And your goals, your organized, structured rule, they are the type of people that if if there's a rule, you better follow it. <laughs> they want to make a rule and then make you follow it. Yeah. So these are police officers and stuff like that. So, you know, each yeah. color has value. We have them at all the different levels. Mm-hmm. And so what my mom did, she connected it to the Bible. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's four different gospels. You ever wonder why there's four different gospels that tell the same story? It tells them to a different color. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what that's we do. Deep. That's deep. <laughs> so 
It's pretty dope, man. Yeah, so we uh that's, that's very good. Tell your mom I like that one. That's <laughs> good one right there. I'm gonna tell so, my mom about that one. <laughs> so that's what we do, man. We go into churches and our, our four or five major sectors are we we are in churches. We deal with uh, well faith faith based organizations. Mm-hmm. We just say churches because we deal with everyone in the faith sector. Um businesses, um educate educate schools. Um, educators and uh, sports teams and relationships. So we have a essential colors love styles model, which is pretty dope. Where we connect the five languages of love okay. with the colors. So you may like have love sense of sense of touch, but the sense of touch is different for a gold than it is with a blue. Mm-hmm. So we go deeper into it. We had a uh, event for Valentine's Day called um, Cakes, Couples, and Colors. So at the uh what's that place called? Ah, why am I Where missing it? it? On Livernoise. Um Bakers? No, not Bakers. It's the uh the cakes place. Uh, uh Good Cakes and Bakes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's been it's been a great it's been a great uh it's been a great year. Um and we're just developing and growing and I think that two thousand eighteen as this as we go in the second half of the year is gonna be our best year ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, after I've taken it, I'm down to help promote it, bro. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in terms of the, tra- the, the transferableness, it's not a word, but the able to apply it in so many different like spheres. It's, right it's, away. Though. Right away. It's not yeah. like you can learn something and be good with it. Like you can go home tonight and be like, okay, I learned this and this, this helped me with this and I need to work on this. Mm-hmm. And you see it right away. Uh, we like to say that we, we, once you take the test, you need to move towards truth, which mm-hmm. is an acronym. And in balance and truth is an acronym. You t- first, you take personal inventory then you recognize your strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Then you understand others because now you understand why somebody acting that way. It wasn't personal. Mm-hmm. People do them. They're not doing right. They're not trying to get under your skin. That's mm-hmm. just who they are. Um, uh, truth. So then the you tap into mm-hmm. your strengths. So it's one thing to know your strengths and weaknesses. It's another thing to tap into right. it and actually use it. Right, right. So. I mean, and then honoring our differences. Mm-hmm. So when people are different, honor them. It's okay. It's okay, man. So yeah. that's yeah. the wave. Like you gotta, you gotta be okay with differences and diversity. So it's a way to speak diversity without even touching the the the, the colorism piece. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we on, man. Now, I mean, you just got deep with it. That was, man. I yeah. Everybody needs to take this. I I fully support this entire. Like that's a that's a. Because the, the, the tapping into your strengths, the understanding that people aren't trying to intentionally agitate you, um, these are all things I'm struggling with on a daily basis, right? You know, it's so crazy. It's like people know that most – it's a, a statistic that says that like 60% know their actual their actual strength and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. That's only 60%. Like, it's, I mean, that's a little number. That's a very low number. Yeah. Like most people just out here just doing stuff. Out here, yeah. But the people who do know their stuff, like they do know what they're good at, they don't put themselves in the positions to to be successful mm-hmm. with their job, don't their school, whatever that is. So we're just trying to help people um, do it, man. Yeah, and put people in the right positions and speak each other's language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So I'm, I'm so the, the do you guys speak to like the fear that kind of that may come from that? So the idea that hey, you you know, so we help you discover your strengths. These might be reasons why you haven't tapped into those yet. One of those reasons might be, I don't think I have the resources or the time or the whatever. Like, what do you guys say to people who... Who have that yeah, as an excuse? as an excuse, yeah. Like you just said, it's an excuse. I mean, there's resources, there's everything out here. So, mm-hmm. 
I mean, you know who you are as a person. Once you feel like, once you realize you know who you are as a person, then you can go out and do the things your purpose and your passion is, you know. Yeah. But you got to know who you are, what you actually like. No, that's, and yeah. this will help. This help right away. Like, okay, that's why I'd be doing that. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why. And sometimes, like, for basketball, it's not that I really love basketball. For me, I always like the analytical as a point guard to be able to break down things and the same thing as a coach. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I mean, to me, like, coaching is like playing chess to me now. Mm-hmm. I see. That. Like when I'm when I'm actually in the game, like it's playing chess. It's I not like it's not like I'm actually just like coaching a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with you, you coaching what level? I'm, uh, I'm coaching really uh, elementary through high school, yeah. but uh, mostly the group I got right now is the group I got right now is eighth grade and fifteen under, so okay. freshman in high school. Um, so I mean, even with them. So how, how how deep do you get analytically? I mean, I'm sure you want to challenge yourself even as a coach. You want to see oh, like, yeah. how deep you can oh, take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm sure even even with them, it like gets, I don't even really crazy. be thinking about the winning aspect. Uh-huh. Like, like I I want to win, of course. Yeah. But as a coach, like how I evaluate myself, I don't evaluate myself on wins and losses because sometimes I could have made a great great chess move, great move. It didn't work out, and it didn't work out. Right. But it was the it was right great coaching move. move. Right, it was great yeah, move. so. And sometimes I win. Sometimes it ain't had nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know. Sometimes the kid, you know, the kids make things. So I, I, I know how to remove myself. Yeah. So. No, that's 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 smart. I because I think about so um, I came out as a blue green in the in the personality test. Um, I want to coach, kinda. I don't know if I the compassion care enough. Yeah, the compassion to me, do. But it's then like so we were talking about the competitive nature of it. I'm very competitive, but if I lose, I don't care. It's like. Yeah, it don't bother you yeah, that much. You I wanted for that. You yeah. came for somebody to get better, and you, you right. know, big brother room. Like you said, you were doing the the uh, writing for like you're not doing it for money. Yeah, you doing it because your heart is in it. Well, let's do some consulting. Get in, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> good plug, 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 plug. Yeah. <laughs> good plug right there. Right, yeah. but no, like 100. percent Like that's so that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's like I I understand um, the competitive nature of it, but then it's like, dang, when it comes down to like you gotta win. Like I'm not. Yeah, you don't gotta win. Yeah, I don't gotta. Like, It'd be to, nice to win. And sometimes I get caught in that a little bit, like because I'm dealing with kids and I'm thinking, like, man, development, development, mm-hmm. development. Mm-hmm. Like, who, like, tomorrow, like, you're not gonna remember this game you lost in March. Yeah. So if I gotta take a kid out to teach him a lesson to make him not do that no more, I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And I got the, you know, like Jay Z said, I just had the balls enough to do it. So. Yeah. I ain't scared of no parent or a kid. I don't care what they ranked or whatever. So no, that's real. These parents is crazy. <sighs> I, did you see that video? It was a video on the Twitter today. Some kids like jumped a ref, bro. Yeah, I saw that. Somebody saw it in one of the group like, chats. I'm like, what were they thinking? I was, like, I was so confused. I still don't really know what happened. I watched it twice. I still didn't really like get the full. That's crazy. You yeah, talking about yeah. jumping a ref? The like, ref. I was dumb lost. Like, that, you can do that. Man. And the other team was and that gives, on their bench. Like they had, they had no parts of nothing. And that gives AAU or travel. I don't call it AAU no more because mm-hmm. AAU really don't don't nobody to play AAU no more. Yeah, right? I saw you want. I mean, you saying tra- changes in travel. I hadn't yeah. even thought about that because I mean, I'm it's so travel far, basketball. Yeah. Like that's what it is. It's not. I mean, we're a basketball organization. People go, yeah, AAU team. Like, no, no, we're not actually. We don't play AAU. <laughs> no, I saw you was at Junior NBA, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's not, cool. I wonder how they did that because I, I mean. The yeah, family so the been NBA. Forever, so y'all should have been. But I don't know. So, so so many rules with the whole things going on. Like, 
Kids are going to be able to go to high school very, very soon. Mm-hmm. From what I hear, it's going to be about 2020. Um, and they're going to change how the summer is set up. So you're not going to be able to go. You're not going to be like in July. Like this month is the month. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if you good all through the year. If you ain't good in July, you ain't getting no scholarship. Yeah. So the open period is going to change. So this is going to be no more July and June be an open period with your high school. So mm-hmm. you're going to be with your high school playing in front of college coaches. But you know how many high schools it is? Yeah, a kajillion. So, like, what travel basketball did was condense, condense, condense to get the best players at the right place. Mm-hmm. So they also talked about doing regional camps. But mm. people don't look good in camps. Yeah. So it's so many different angles that can change. And it's really going to, like, hurt. They think they're, they want to stop the middleman, which is, like, maybe AAU guys or, like, street Asians, mm-hmm. stuff like that from getting their hands on kids. But, like, and shoe, and shoe companies. Cause shoe companies pimp out people. Yeah. They their bottom line is point. who's gonna who which one we'll we'll pay for a billion kids just to get the one who's gonna sell us a billion shoes. Mm-hmm. That's the game. Yeah, I mean, which is why I find it funny. Like Marvin Bagley with the Bagley. Family. Oh, played him. Yeah, played, played the him. Fuck out of which I look. That that has I'm happened so many times though. Like, and Nike has paid him like for three or four years. Yeah. Like, put him up, got him to go to do. He had a team on a Nike circuit. Yeah. Like they didn't. They weren't good enough. They put him in. A, it's funny because they put him like in the Nike uh, EYBL. Like for us, all the Nike teams, we compete. You play four sessions, and then mm-hmm. the last one is a championship session. But the only way to get in a championship session, you have to have a certain record by right. the last session. Yeah. Marvin Bagley team won one game. One. They still still went to the PCL. Yeah. That's crazy. Automatic bid. And they just got like it's crazy. Automatic bid though. Well, I mean, his team was trash. Like, I think they, I read something about it was just him at a point when nobody was on the team. Yeah, they quit and stuff like that. But mm. he was good, man. I mean, he's, I, I like him, but I don't think – I think it's going to take him some time to develop. Mm-hmm. I mean, who you like uh, – this, this is kind of tangent, but who you like uh, this year's Ricky crop? I like Trey Young. You think Trey going to be good? I know he's going to be good. Okay. I mean, he just got some stuff that you can't teach. You can shoot from 40 feet out. Uh, his IQ – People talk about his shooting ability. He can shred you into pieces. He yeah. makes you have to double team. He's so crafty that he, get, that he gets to the assist pretty pretty easily. Like yeah. and now he's about to play with better mm-hmm. players. Like he's gonna kick it over and that's gonna be another NBA player. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna kick it over and it's a bum. Like now no no offense to all the guys in Oklahoma, but they I mean they weren't like another trade. Yeah, they let him down. Yeah, so it's uh it's his show. They they they've already showed in summer league. They're gonna put the ball in his hands. I like Mo Bamba. I like Mo Wagner from Michigan. Mo yeah. Wagner is maybe the next Kevin Love. Man, he okay. looks good out there. Yeah, he is balling. A little bit more athletic than I thought. He ran the floor well. So yeah, fourteen boards yesterday. Uh, and I, I don't know if you saw it. It was one possession watching the summer league. Like he sprinted the floor and beat everybody down. Like, no, I, yeah, I ain't see it. I was like, if he could do that on the, on a nightly basis, yeah, he he, he athletic. Out. He is athletic. I'm happy for him for sure because I didn't. Yeah, he might start, man. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, I don't know who they got at center, so he might at center. Well, they got rid of Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Brooke they don't Lopez got no. Gone. They got Javel McGee. That's it right now. Yeah, he might start. It might be the, the smart thing to do. Is Put him start. at the five. Yeah. So now you like, stretch the floor. Yeah. You, you know LeBron can't play with 20. a five. You know that, right? I mean, I'm saying, but Mo's a rookie. He makes some threes. Stretch yeah. Out the floor. Like but, you said, stretch out the floor. But do you ever notice that LeBron never played with a five man? And if he did, he uh the Drunus, but that's back in the day, day. That's the back Jonas? when, yeah, back when like the the league was. You talking about the tall, light skin? Yeah, 
Yeah. Seven. Yeah. What did what did Adrenas do? He made an All Star team with Brian. I think one. What did he do? What you mean? What was his game? Oh, like uh, fifteen foot uh, shoot jumpers. Yeah, That's what jumpers. he did. Yeah. Yeah. Never post up. You can't play with a guy in the post. You gotta get to the rim. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm here with a No, fan. that's crazy. No, I'm trying to figure out. Play with Shaq, didn't work, blew up, right? I mean, Shaq was He old. never played with another post player. Name a good play, post player to play with. He forced Kevin Love out the post. Like He did. I mean, Trisha I. Thomas don't even have a post game. He's, he sits <laughs> in a dunker spot till LeBron shoots. I mean, I ain't got no rebuttal. I don't know. What, I, I'm just, I'm, what's up? It, there is no rebuttal. Like, I mean, you can't name one. I, I I can't, but I mean, I'm saying that he he played with us. He's played with centers. That don't mean they do center stuff. He never played with a guy who posts up. That's that's true. That's true. Why are you shaking your? <laughs> no, he got it, man. <laughs> D Wade, Chris Bosh, Bosh was stretch four. Bosh stretch four. If you watch him in Toronto, he was posting up a lot more. No, that's fair. I'm, I understand. Can what somebody you're name? The question is, can you name a stretch of five, a post guy that LeBron's played with that they post up? No. Not get rebounds and then go go back up. A guy who posts. No. Not, not particularly. No, I can't. But uh, I like Mo Bamba. Back to back to the back to the uh Mo Bamba. Who else I like in the I really, I want to come up with a person before the end of this podcast. I'm gonna keep thinking, but keep going, keep going. Uh who else I like in this draft? Who, is it? Who was in this draft? I already forgot. Um, I think Doncic is going to be good. I think people don't Doncic? Doncic, whatever his name is. Luka Doncic. Oh, Luka, yeah, yeah. I think he's I think he's solid. I think his 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 his, his, his Hito Turkoglu. I think that he might be Hito Turkoglu. I mean, he got a little bit more G than that. But I see, the, I see the was the, well, They call him Air Air Holder. They thought he was in, like the next. He was a Jordan over there. Apparently, man. the year they made the finals, that nigga was on all the steroids. So, I don't know. Yeah, I believe it. He might have been. Yeah, man, Rashard Lewis, apparently. I think they got they both got suspended for like the beginning of the next season. Like, whoa. But who knows? NBA don't check for HGH though. You know yeah. that, right? They don't? Nah. Yikes. Yeah, so it's everybody, crazy. everybody could be on that shit. His favorite hey, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't know if it's true, so I can't say it. <laughs> he he huge, but I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. I feel he ain't the rock big, therefore he can't be. I ain't gonna throw that over. That's not how that stuff works. It's all about recovery. That's the part that's like steroidish. You ever seen him get hurt? He don't get hurt. A lot of niggas don't but get I, hurt though. No, everybody get hurt, bro. A lot of niggas don't get hurt. Like, <laughs> name it, don't get like, KD, name it, name a player who don't get hurt. Kawhi Leonard, name go to we can get on the list of every player in the league that's got hurt in LeBron's fifteen years. Kobe. Nah, niggas don't get hurt, bro. I mean Kobe was good until he got hurt though. Kobe got hurt that one time. Nah, Kobe was great. You know, look, look at the situations in which these players got hurt though. You got somebody falling on KD leg, like you don't see nobody just trampling over LeBron. I mean, like some that, people bro. do be falling on Brian ankle a couple for a few times. <laughs> few times. Ankle, like dog, he he gets the most contact in the NBA. But I mean, just think about it. That's you can find something else. I'm trying to think of who else in the draft that's good. Yeah, Michael Porter, what you think about him? I think he's gonna be good. I just don't know his health situation is kind of kind of weird. Yeah, you know? like because like even though like before the draft he's working out, he was working out like. He was about to, he was going number two like three days for the draft. And I was like, yeah, but when a hip injury happened, mm-hmm. everything kind of slowed down. But did he really get hurt? Because he's not even playing summer league, so that's uh, weird. So he must have really been hurt. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Nah. Yeah, that's strange. Gotta, it, it's strange. It's on the strange. on the circuit, 
on the Nike circuit, mm-hmm. Trey Young and Michael Porter were on the same team. Mm, how'd they go? They won the whole thing. Oh, Nobody okay. messing with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Uh, I like Miles, of course. I'm biased on that one. Mm-hmm. That's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter was very he's good. Here. He's been very good. Yeah. I know his agent. Shout out to Ann Fields. Oh, okay. Shout out Ann. Yeah, man. That's crazy, man. Dude. Grew up in Michigan from Detroit. Yeah, like, that's good. Yeah, that's and that's his actually, first client, like first big move. I didn't like, know Ann was in doing agency shit. That's cool. Yeah, that's shout dope. out. That's yeah, big. Yeah. Player management, whatever he calls yeah. it. You know all that. That's 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 huge though. That's big. Yeah. Uh, what you well, think about the Piston moves? You know, it's, the Pistons made moves. I wouldn't count those as moves. <laughs> Zaza. I like Zaza. You see, you see who on my hat, but I man, what the. I get it. So, like, I've kind of reached a point, and this is another tangent. I don't really know what the league is no more. I feel like everybody's going to go to, like, the popular places to go, right? And so, what does that do? To live better, right? Right. So, what does that do to the Detroit? What does that do to – I'm like, damn. Like, I heard somebody say on the podcast, maybe – no, a hundred percent. But I mean, ain't nobody ever gonna go to Memphis, bro. Like, if you get, if you get a contract from L.A. or Memphis, you are gonna go to L.A. You not gonna go to Memphis. Yeah, for sure. So, like, a city like Memphis will never win a title. It's just like the thrill of having an NBA team. Like, I still, I'm amazed the Pistons have won three, bro. Like the the fact that Detroit has three NBA titles is the greatest shit ever to be. Yeah, that's true. Like, we like fifth on the list. Like it's a like list, a yeah, champions. It's like L.A. Yeah. Uh, LeBron, yeah, Brian, and then Warriors. Jordan, and then uh, yeah, us. It's like we we in that list. I'm somewhere. such a Detroit fan, but I want y'all to hear me on this. What do y'all think about Steph Curry being the second best point guard of all time? Already, three rings. Only person got more is, is Magic with five. Three rings, two fine, two MVPs, one unanimous. That's my nigga. So I want I want to meet you. There. <laughs> At the same time, but Isaiah Thomas. I mean, Zeke. Chris up there. Paul. You can't put him in a conversation. No, nah, he ain't never won shit. But he's had, but his his peak was high. But he ain't never won shit. I know, like Tyler. Are we going off straight player? Like this player, just all around is good. Or are we going off total careers? Total careers. Okay. That's tough. I'm an Isaiah Thomas guy, right? So it's like it's hard for me to say Steph Curry's better than Isaiah Thomas, right? Like basketball. So you, you got Magic at one. Magic got one undisputed. Okay. Who can you, you can, can we? No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Is that debatable? Like, I'm with you. He that, he, it's magic. He's still making magic. Yeah. Pull like, that shit off. I read an article that was talking about how like LeBron going to LA was really more of a black business bold mm-hmm. move than it was. He wanted to play for the Lakers. Play for the Lakers. Yeah. It was like, I, I'm just not playing for nobody who ain't. Right. I want to play I'm for on magic. That. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm on that. And he ain't tight with Jordan. So I'm on that. Mm-hmm. He was wow. never going to Charlotte, but yeah, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> um, what are you saying? Um, 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 dang, what are you saying? Before LeBron, top point guards, yeah, top, top point guards. Yeah, he. I think he in the conversation now. It does bug me he don't have a Finals MVP yet. It does, but I think he's gonna get it on this next one. I think he should have got this one. He should have got, got this got first one. one. It should have been co MVP this year though. Yeah, I would have been cool with that because I mean Durant deserved last year. I think he deserved. He ain't shoot that good in that first finals. Everybody was holding that shit okay, against him. Okay, but Steph only like, had one bad game too this finals. No, he did. That, but he—that's the game he shot one for eleven from three. That's but, the bad and, part. But, but the crazy part, I don't like if you're a basketball guy and you you watch the game, like you know if he didn't make that three, that the last one, yeah, one he made, they yeah. won't win the game. Right. 
Right. So like I get I get the whole like But there were smart basketball people like with, with radio shows who also were like I voted Kevin Durant MVP. Which I got. Like I told you so I'm with you with the code, but <laughs> yeah. they don't they don't do that shit. So you gotta pick one because we don't do participation. It is code MVP. You can do codes. They don't do that though. Yes, but, they they have done it before. In, in the finals? I, yeah. I mean, I'm with it if it's if it's a viable option. But I mean these are the same people who said that LeBron should have won even though they was about to lose. And I'm like, I'm I would be with you if Brian wasn't losing. Like that's I, I don't handle yeah, that. I'm not with finals every piece. I don't team. know about that whole like you lose and you get a trophy. That's yeah. like this generation of sports. Like, no, you get a trophy. No, you get a trophy. No, you get a trophy. Like, nah, I'm all right. Like, my kid didn't win today. That's okay. Like, life ain't gonna like. You're not doing your job. We're still gonna give you 100k. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I, I mean, I guess the notion is Brian don't got no help. That's just the that's the common refrain. Yeah. Which is often true, but he don't. I ain't giving the finals MVP to do that. Get swept or loses. Does finals. he have help? He had no help this year. It was so inconsistent, man. It's, he missed Reed. He uh, should have never uh, traded that man. You got Kyrie. Play. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad dude over there. Yeah, man. He missed Reed. I think, I think everybody realized that this year, huh? <laughs> the whole playoffs did. They missed Reed. That guy is amazing. Uh, what else we got? Thoughts on the the city. Oh, we talked about that offline a few a few days ago. Yeah, man. I like I love the city of Detroit and I love how it's growing and necessarily coming back. But the gentrification is very real. Mm-hmm. Um and like guys like me, business owners, me and my mom at some levels get boxed out of some stuff, like just not even not knowing. Mm-hmm. And I live downtown. I live in the old Martin building, Garden Court, like it's just some things, it's like, it's closed door meetings. It's a lot of them. Like, yeah, you can't, ain't no entrance, out. ain't no, you can't get a ticket to that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know if you hear this one of my favorite, like Jay-Z be like, they're getting money up under you. Like, yeah, it's really, moves are happening up under us. I mean, I like it. I like hanging out downtown. Um I like being part of plays. I'm I'm like a strong advocate for black ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, Support black own business. Support black business. And, and like, you got to, like, you got to really, like, take advantage of these grants and stuff that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, super important. Even if you're a first-time home buyer, they got down payment grants right now, like, uh, if your house needs some work on it, they got grants for that mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, home ownership is the wave. It's money Own out here. Your shit. Yeah, it's money out here. Own it. Head. Like, don't rent. Own it. It's it, why, why you still can. Why too. you still can? Because yeah, like once they come back, those up. grants will be gone. Mm-hmm. You just gonna have to straight up and down like own your stuff. Right. That's gonna be a lot tougher yeah. for some people. No, I'm with you. I think especially people our age. Like, no, 100. percent Like, you got a chance to own stuff. Like. Early, like you could be 24, 25, owning your own crib. Like mm-hmm. your parents didn't, they still be paying on their houses sometimes. Like, like I don't be understanding how, like, how it goes. It's a new, uh, shade thing to saying JP Morgan Chase is investing 1.5 million to grow black businesses in Detroit. That's big. Did you go to Startup Week? I went to, I only got to go to Cross Thing. Um, oh, the, the, yeah, the, the, you started. We oh, toast up. Shout out to them too again for owning they owning they building yes, on sir, the riverfront. Yes, That's sir. a big look. Um, you know, I'm with you. I think 
Like yeah, the like downtown's pretty. Um, it's, it's cooler. Nice, yeah. yeah, it's cooler than what we had growing up, and so I'm always thankful for that because it's like, I mean, I think about. I mean, this is related, but not. I think about so my nephew's turning 15 this year. Uh, I'm like, dang, you really don't remember a time where like you didn't uh, go downtown. You didn't go downtown, but even like bigger than that, like dang, you had like you had a black president basically your whole life. Like you don't like your the first five years of your life, you probably don't really remember that much. Like you like you know that like this country like liked the black guy enough to make him president. So that kind of colors. I remember we went. I think I told this story on the power before. We went to New York last summer, and it was like around the time they were doing protests around Trump Tower. And I just had to be flipping through the channels and stopped on CNN because I was we was getting dressed to go somewhere. And he was like, um, "Oh yeah, I did hear about these protests. I kind of wanted to go." And I was like, "Oh really? We could have went. Like I could have figured something out." And he was like, "Oh no, I wanted to go because if he was there, I wanted to shake his hand." And I like my face got red. I was like, "Nigga, what? Like, no, you ain't you ain't talking that." And I was like, "Oh, like you're not looking at it through the lens of this guy is a like terrible racist who hates you. You're looking at it through the lens of he's the president. I should probably want to meet him." It's like, dang, that's kind of that's crazy. It's crazy, but I do think that's the kind of generational gap where they are they don't. I I mean, they, they might grow into believing different things, but they are very much at a point now where because they had a black president, they probably don't think of like race that, race that way. Like race ain't even that big of an issue to them. Not even that big of an issue, but not to the point of like life or death. I think we understand it now is like being black could kill you. I, they don't, I don't think they look at it. Yeah, that. man. Every time I get pulled over. Anytime, anytime I see the, anytime I see a cop cross. I got pulled over the other day for running a red light downtown. Well, not running a red light. Like I was turning left and it was like yellow going on. Like it was mm-hmm. yellow going on red. And they pulled me over. No, you know, there's you know, no stuff. It's a black guy. I'm like, I always feel like whenever I get pulled over, it's like, I guess much worse stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it's way worse stuff going on. Like, y'all if here. I'm going five over the speed limit, like, you really out here trying to, like, you ain't got nothing to do? Like, man, I had a cop pull me over and tell me, had the nerd tell me I was doing 42 and a 30. And when he pulled, like, when I, because well, my fault, I went past him. But when I looked down at my speedometer going past him, I was doing 36. And I was like, he better not pull me over for six over. And then when he said I was doing twelve, I was like, "Oh, now you gonna milk it?" <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah, that'd be the that'd be the way. <laughs> that's crazy. I was like, "Bro, I know exactly." I'm like, okay, "Okay, I was speeding. Fine, you have every right to pull me over, but you you about to make me pay extra money because I guess it goes up per like mile over." So the ticket was one seventy five, and I was like, "Are you serious, dude? <laughs> like, are you serious?" Yeah, I be shocked. I can't get put over anymore, man. It's it's a wrap. No, I can't. I yeah, can't right I now. I hate it. I hate it. I hate I hate the police. I'm podcast Detroit is not responsible for my thoughts. I hate the police. I hate the police too. Man. Jesus Christ. And it's like you never know what type of cop you're gonna get. Right. So it's like I wanna be so unoffendable. When every the cops cop come every up. cop doing you a favor though. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, like then they come back to the car. I'm a I'm a do you what so it's not gonna go in your insurance. I've heard that from literally every cop. Man. Literally every single It's one. just like always to me like Y'all need to be finding some. Y'all need to like go solve something. Like, solve like I can mystery. help y'all if y'all need some. Like, <laughs> I can help y'all find some some trouble to right. go find. Like, <laughs> nah, I'll help y'all find trouble though. But yeah, hundred percent. Like, there are I'm way sure, worse things yeah. going on in the world. Like, literally, if if your radar gun says I'm going with six overs, like, hmm, you gonna chase me down for that? You gonna chase me down. For, like, I because I had a cop. I mean, nobody does fifty five on the lodge. But um nobody. No, so I was I was passing I was passing Wyo going downtown and I was in the far left 
And the car, it was like a suburban going even faster than me. And he like swerved to get past me and went around me. So I saw the cop sitting on the hill in Wyoming. And as soon as I saw him, he turned his lights on, came down the ramp. And I was like, fuck. And he got behind <laughs> me, swerved around me, got the suburban. Yes, like thank you, Jesus. That's I all I, that. When I do speed, I speed. I always say I gotta find one car that's going way too fast, and I'm gonna follow their. I'm gonna ride their train. Like, mm-hmm. Follow. I'm going behind them. Smart way to play it. Is yeah. I. Oh my god! I, one last time, I fucking hate the police. <laughs> that's all I got. Um, what yeah. else, Detroit? Uh, I like Motor City Match. I like yeah, what they're doing. I think I think Crawford was a recipient. Of yeah, they're recipient of that. Mm-hmm. I think it's wavy. I think that. It takes a long time though. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> entrepreneur business don't take that long sometimes. <laughs> like, come on, man. Motor don't city take that match, long. man. Inform me about that. You know, I ain't been in the city in a long Ooh, time. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. So Motor City Match is a program where they have like a root retail boot camp um for businesses or people who want to start a business. So you can they take you through the process so you can own the building or you can lease it. Um and then you pay them rent, which I ain't a fan <laughs> of. Or you can, or if you already have a building and you own it, you can go through their retail boot camp and they'll give you more yeah. funding or a loan, whichever one, um, to help you start your business or get going. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was only, I was only aware of Part C about the folks who already had a bit, who already like had a, already bought their building. Um, they would basically like match your funds, but you once you became profitable, I think you got to pay it back. Yeah, once you became profitable, you got to pay it back. That's the thing. Yeah. You know how long it takes for people to become profitable? Uh, I listen profitable to NPR. To pay back a loan like that. Yeah, like I be, I listen to NPR every day. Like some of those, like some of the biggest businesses in the world still don't like it. Took them like 10, 15 yeah, years. They still in the red. They still in the red. They functioning, but they like over the head. But we just became a vendor for them. So for those businesses. <laughs> That uh, <laughs> no, I think Amazon started out like that. I think he was in the red for forever, just forever, yeah. Yeah, making that shit shake. Yeah, and now that nigga, the richest man in the world, go crazy. Yeah, we just became a vendor for uh for those Motor City Match companies that we can come in and do some consulting work, find out about yourself, find out about your team. Yeah, and we come over to do some team building, training, customer service, that that stuff. So it's been good, man. It's it's good. That's that's dope. Your your portfolio is crazy. You stay busy. I do, man. Like Coaching is July. We about to go to Chicago, Pennsylvania, Florida, and then we're going to the Junior NBA Championships in Florida. It's yeah. the first one global games. One of eight. One of eight teams from America. Hey, God bless you know, y'all. So this is things. I can't complain at all, man. Can't complain. God bless y'all. Well, yeah. Um, promote whatever you want to promote, real quick. We gotta wrap up soon. Uh, you should check out myessentialcolors dot com. MarcelSmith.com. I have a book, The Balance for Student Athletes. We didn't even talk about that. Um, oh, yeah. I, I had, I low key had that written down in like the extra. Yeah. So and, uh, buy that book. Yeah. If you, if you got a student athlete or want to bless somebody else, um, my essential colors, go, go help it in business, church, whatever relationship, whatever you got going, we can help. We help where there's people, we can help. Yeah. T- uh, take essential colors. They take the personality test. I again, I am a um, what a living witness. I suppose that this is yeah. this is legit. So I'm a, I'm gonna take this stuff and apply. I'm glad it. you like it, man. I hope you share forward. it with some others. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, we about to we actually about to putting it on the uh, website now soon. So for sure, you going to take the test like in person, or if we know you, or you know the request or something like that, or when mm-hmm. we come do the training. But now you can take it. 
For but sure. set, we're setting it up now where you can take it online without us. For sure. Yeah. Let, let me know when you uh, set the link up so I can link to it. Yeah. I got you. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you coming through, brother. Appreciate you coming through too, Mark. Uh, uh, get in on these introductory specials at Wessel Some Consulting. Again, I do good work. Ask around. I got a few references. And I got creative consultants on deck who actually want to, like, do work too. So, um, yeah, holla at Chiguala. Get that job you need. <laughs> Get that scholarship you need. Invest in yourself. Believe in yourself. Who else going to believe in you? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. I believe in you. That's why I want to write for you. But you got to believe in yourself. So, yeah, we got to get out of here. Sign up for the fundraiser, too. It's this Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah, I got I to donate, man, because I ain't going to be here. Yeah, Sunday, I appreciate the donation, though, bro. Yeah, I got to do it. You know, sign up for the fundraiser, too. I think we got, like, three, four slots available. Spade season. Let's go. Come get this money. Head to Team Cedric Gill for more information. Sign up your teams. <laughs> uh, We'll be hey, back lucky next week. There. Man, whatever, bro. Team 112, bro. Slim and Mike, let's go. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll be back next week with a friend of the podcast. Until then, see y'all. Bye. I love And everything I am must be what Detroit is. I'm Detroit Zone. Yeah. I'm Detroit Zone. Yeah. I'm Detroit Zone. Blessed and it owns my love. And everything I am is what Detroit once was. I'm Detroit Zone.